Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, co-founder of Beauty and Purpose, where we help you discover your beauty inside and out, embrace your uniqueness, and walk in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. I just wanted to encourage you this morning. This is Latrice with Beauty and Purpose, and I'm so excited to join you. We're almost to the weekend, and I pray that you're having a blessed morning. I wanted to share something with you. I have really been doing um, a lot of studying, and particularly on evangelism. I'm taking a class, and it has just been blessing my life. And I just wanted to share some nuggets, um, some things that the Lord was just kind of expounding on me. And I know a lot of times when we think about evangelism, we think about, you know, great evangelists. Um, Maybe you think about Benny Hinn, we think about Billy Graham. um, And we look at sometimes evangelism as, you know, maybe what they do. But I was just so encouraged because in looking at evangelism, in a lesson that I have been studying, we're looking at Paul and oh my gosh, Paul was the beast. I mean, he was a spiritual beast. And if you haven't just even read or researched his conversion, it's so powerful. And I think Paul is such a good example of what evangelism is because he simply took his testimony. And I mean, he just gave it to anyone would listen. He, that that he had been, you know, literally persecuting and going against when God came in his life. It's like this man went on full throttle for the kingdom of God, building churches for the kingdom of God. And I want to just encourage you because Paul really talks about what it means in second Corinthians um, five. And I wouldn't chapter five, encourage you to read it. I want to share a couple of things out of it. But I love that, you know, when you kind of research Paul's story and acts his conversion and second Corinthians, Galatians, there's so many different places. And I would encourage you to look those up. He took like he was serious, y'all, you see through Paul what it means when God really changes a life. Because here's the thing, Paul was not this, you know, perfect guy. Like, you know, if you read about his testimony, I mean, when I say he persecuted the Christians, like he was after them with everything. And he tells you that. But it's like when he had that experience with God, his whole life changed and he began to proclaim the gospel. I mean, he had to stand before different kings, but he was like adamant about getting the gospel out. And that's really what evangelism is. It's about using God, using our voice and us compelling others to the kingdom of God, you know? And so it doesn't take, if I could say a great man or this great calling or this great, it's being a vessel to tell your why, to tell your story. What is it that, you know, your why of why you came to um, the Lord. And I want to share a couple things with you, but I also want to give my why, because honestly, my salvation story is the why of why I do this. If somebody said, Latrice, why are you always up doing these videos, doing this podcast episode, doing 
My salvation story is my why. And that propels me to open my mouth, to share the word of God, to not be ashamed of the gospel because I recognize the power that's in God's word, the power of deliverance, the power of salvation, the power of healing. I recognize all that the gospel have. And it's through my voice and actions that allows it to be communicated and hopefully build relationships that others know that I was once in your state. I think about Paul. He said, I was the worst of these. And that's what I think about y'all. I was the worst. And so I just kind of want to start out number one, giving my why, you know, because really that's what my salvation story is. And simply, I remember I was 18. I grew up in the church. My parents, um, I mean, they were great parents. They put the word of God in us. I have faith driven. I mean, parents that love the Lord. That's all I knew y'all. And it's such a blessing. I didn't grow up not knowing anything, honestly, but the word they held the standard, but I was rebellious. I was, you know, I was, oh my God, I could give you a laundry list, but I was just a sinner. That's what it came down to defiant, you know, and I knew church. Here's the thing. I did church. I knew the language of church. I went in shouting. I would be at revivals laid out on the floor and then up the next day, giving my parents hell. I would be in the choir singing and jumping. But lying the next day, it was religion. It was just something to do. But the but Christ had not taken root in my heart, y'all. It was just like literally. I, I don't know what else to say other than religion. I knew the action. I knew the language. I knew the egg glories. I knew how to do that. But He hadn't transformed my heart, y'all. He hadn't renewed my mind by His Word. And so my parents made some decisions that really changed my life. And I remember at that time it put me in a place where I ended up coming to my church. And I remember there were a couple people in particular that had been, you know, one of my friends that I would hang out with. Her sister would always witness to me. I don't care when I saw her. She had a word. Like if you saw Bucci coming, you would almost be like, oh God, because she was coming with a word. And one day she invited me to church. And at this time, my parents had really been just on me. I mean, my dad was reminding me of the queen I am and adjust your crown. You don't just, you know, you you have a standard. He had been saying things. My mama every day, you need the Lord. You need to get saved. She on my page of y'all praying. I be at a game. And pay, during that time, I had a beeper. It go off. I'm thinking that mean I need to bring home bread. I got to stop by the... Um, grocery store. No, it'll be hot on there praying. Y'all, I'm like, really? I'm at the game and you on my, my, my people praying? Y'all, but my mama was gangster in the spirit, okay? She didn't play, but I recognize now that those prayers, oh my God, they kept me from me. Like when the Lord led her, she would do it and she would pray. And so she had really been saying, Latrice, you need to give your life to the Lord. You need to stop playing. You need to, and I was so frustrated, y'all. I was agitated. I was sick and tired of my parents. I'm being honest. And I remember saying this particular weekend, I don't want, you know, I'm not doing that. I'll give the Lord my life when I'm ready. Right now, I want to live my life. I'll get out when I get old, I'll serve them. I'm being very honest because in my mind, I could just get saved when I wanted to. That's how I thought. And so I began to be like, man, I'm not doing that right now. And y'all, I remember she just kept pressing. You need the Holy Spirit. She would bring him these Holy Spirit books and telling me about. And I was like, I am so annoyed right now. And so make a long story short. I remember during that time, um, 
she, the, my friend, she invited me to church and I came to church and I literally said, driving to church, I said, I will not give my life to the Lord. They, I know what they want, but it ain't happening. I will do it in a couple of years. I'm going to live my life. I said that driving to church. So I'm sitting next to Bucci and y'all the word of God. When I tell you that I believe in the gospel because of the power, y'all, this word is powerful. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. I remember my pastor preaching the word of God with such conviction, y'all. And I was sitting there thinking, um, who told her my business? Who told her what was going on in my life? Like I was really annoyed. I mean, that's how the Holy Spirit did that thing to the point that I said, okay, I'm like really looking around. I'm thrown for a minute. And so y'all, as I began to literally live for the Lord, and as I began to literally, um, I'm telling you, just give him my life. That's the only way I know how to explain it. I I took serious what it meant. And I just remember sitting there feeling, you know, just just feeling so like I'm tired of me. I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of, you know, playing. I want God to change me. And hearing that word, it did something, y'all. And so I remember, I'm not lying to you, like it wasn't even altar call. I just remember tapping her and saying, is it time to go to the altar yet? And she was like, not yet. Y'all, when the altar call, I ran. Do you hear me? I ran. That's the power that's in God's word. And I cried out to the Lord and make a long story short, I gave my life to the Lord. I remember to the point I um, received the Holy Spirit a month later. Y'all, he changed my life. And so the reason I do this, my why, y'all, is because I know, I believe in the power of God's word. I know his word is real. And I want to even share this story with you. I remember not too long after I gave my life to the Lord, um, during those times, we would do shut-ins around Thanksgiving. We would shut in and pray. And I never forget, my pastor said, be honest. Be honest with the Lord. Tell him where you are. Let him know what, what's really going on in your life. Don't sit up here and know you got strongholds or you need deliverance. Be honest. And at that time, I was in a relationship. And I remember telling the Lord, I said, Lord, I meant it when I gave you my life. But this relationship, I know this person is not saved. And I am serious about living for you. But I don't know how to release. I was very honest because I cared about the person, you know, and so I didn't know how to do it. But I'm like, I'm serious. I'm not playing games with what I meant. I meant that I want to live for you. And so I cried out to the Lord and I said, Lord, help me. I need you to remove this relationship. Relationship. I need you to either show me how to do it, but I need you to remove it. God, I want to honor you. And I know this guy is not saved. So make a long story short, y'all. A couple of days later, you know, I um tried to call him and I can't get him. His phone disconnected. So then I call his cell phone. That's disconnected. So now I'm getting agitated, right? Because I'm like, what the devil? How you just fall off the side of the earth? And so... Literally, I could not find this person. Like, I'm not exaggerating. So fast forward, y'all, almost six years later. I am not exaggerating. Six years later, um, we were going to an event, Javier and I. At this point, Javier and I are... Um, 
we had just been newly married, I think. Either newly married or we were like five years dating. But I remember we go to this event and y'all, it's like I stopped because the guy was right there at the event. And I mean, we both looked at each other and recognized. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, because I'm thinking this guy is the guy that fell off the side of the earth, right? Y'all, I'm talking to the guy and this is what he says to me. He said, oh, hey. And I said, where you been? And, you know, and he just basically said to me, he said, you know, it's funny. I thought about you many times. He said, but it's weird. I woke up the next morning and had an urgency to move states. He said, I know it sounds crazy, but I just literally cut off my phone and I moved. I moved and I've been living. He's telling me the state he had been living in. And he said, I recently just relocated with my girlfriend. Y'all, I was sitting there like, say what? This guy said... He woke up the next morning and had an urgency to move states, y'all. He had been living for the last four years in another state, cut off every phone. Y'all, let me tell you about the power of God. And I want to share that for somebody that's listening to me. Because when you make up, when you want to be kept, God will keep you. It's not all about what you can do. But if you are sincere and you are honest before God, the Holy Ghost knows how to do things. Y'all, the Holy Ghost is real. You can't make it without him. And I want to encourage you to be honest with God because he can do it. He can do what you can't do. It's not about, yes, you will have to make some decisions. You will have to take some stands. But I want to encourage you to be honest right where you are. Y'all, let me tell you something. That thing blew my mind. And when I began to tell my um husband about it, he was like, wow. And I mean, the guy didn't know the prayers I prayed. This guy said he had an urgency to move and move states the next day. So hence why I can't get them. But I wanted to just share my why. And I could just go on and on of so many things that God did. But here's the bottom line. Y'all, he changed me for real. I knew what salvation looked like. I never forget my dad because during this time, my dad had his church and I, I had given my life to the Lord. But I told my dad, I said, daddy, I really want to go to this church. And I never forget my daddy looked at me and he said, you know what? I will drive you every morning. This is how much I thank God for my parents. How many sacrifices you would have had a lot of parents that would have said, um, we got a church. You can go here and get the Lord. Like what you mean? You want to go somewhere else. But my dad didn't do that. My mom didn't do that. My dad looked at me and he said, I know you're changed. He said, I see it all over you. He said, I believe in what's happened to you and I will drive you. And my dad used to get up in the morning and drive me all the way to, to my current church. And then he would come back and go to his church for a long time because he said, if God planted you here, this is where I want you to grow. Y'all, that takes even maturity. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to encourage you on my why, because this is why I get up. I don't have a podcast to make myself look good, or I got 30 episodes, or to hear myself talk. But y'all, I believe in the gospel. I believe that Jesus is real. I believe that he changes your life. I believe that the Holy Ghost is real. And that if you would just call out on him, oh my God, there is power. And so I want to motivate those of you that are listening today to share your why to live for God. If you have given a life, given your life to the Lord, how dare you hold this great salvation? Who are you sharing it with y'all? People are dying and they need to know that Jesus is real. That like Paul, we were the worst. Of, I was the worst of these. I know what I put my parents through. And if God can change my little filthy self, I y'all, 
He can do it for anybody. And so sin had us all filthy. Sin had us all condemned. Sin had us, but we are not held to captive to sin because through the cross, God redeemed us, y'all. And so we've got to get this message out. And so that's the other part of what I wanted to share today is that I was thinking about what it means to be an ambassador for Christ. And in 2 Corinthians 5 and 20, it talks about that. Y'all, we have to be ambassadors. We have to live for God with everything that we know. We have to continue to share and get this word out. And I think about an analogy that I heard, um, and this thing blessed me on so many levels. And so what they said was, there, if you think about the Titanic, most people have seen the movie, the Titanic, and it's such a tragic story because we all focus on this big ship that was built to for nothing. It was last. It's supposed to be able to stand through anything. And so all these people died. Right. But if you really look at the Titanic and this is what was brought out at the end, the tragedy was not so much that the ship sank. You're right. Okay. Yes. It hit this iceberg, but there were enough boats to save a lot of people y'all. But if you remember through the movie, there were so many selfish people. There were people, you had men getting in the boats trying to hide because they wanted a seat of safety over women and over women and children. You had some people that it was seven and eight people only on the boat and they telling the people, hurry up, hurry up. They didn't even want, there's a scene where people are trying to grab onto the boat and they're hitting their hands because they care more about their safety than, hey, let's see how many people we can get in here and lives we can save. So the tragedy was the selfishness through that movie. Many lives could have been spared, but you had people that only cared about them. What if we got too many people and it tri- tipped over? Uh-uh, just hurry up and get me and my child only. And y'all, the analogy that was given was we have Titanic Christians. We have those that we've given our life to the Lord. We have yielded our life but it's just oh i'm going on the glory it's me myself and i i'm holy ghost filled sanctified but who are you taking with you who are you sharing the message you know the power of this gospel you know the state you were in you know the sin you were bound by you know how you were living and you were on a one-way ticket to hell and you won't even open your mouth to share the gospel with your co-worker with your own child with a lost husband with your cousin You'll sit there and know the gospel that you have and you won't say nothing. How dare you? God said, I have created you as an ambassador. Do y'all know what ambassador is? If you look up an ambassador, when you represent a country, what an honor. You are literally, it's like you have the mouth of the president. You are representing the history and that country has, uh, it has enlisted and it has stamped you to be their representative. Y'all, we, he said, I've made you ambassadors to this kingdom, not the kingdom that we living in on this earth. This is not our home, but we are ambassadors for Christ. We are to be representatives and living testimonies of what it means to serve Christ, y'all. That's what he's called us to be. And how dare we not represent our country? Can you not open your mouth and share God? Because the person might look at you like, say what? You living for Christ, not by what I know from your life. Is our life a double standard? Is our life confusing to those? 
clothes? Can we not share because we're scared? Because we know we haven't been doing what's right? Or do we not even believe the gospel we claim to have? Y'all, come on, we got to get right. And so I want to encourage you today. Let's not be like those that are on Titanic. I'm on my glorified. I'm headed to glory. And that's just me, myself, sanctified. But who are you taking? Because in 2 Corinthians, it reminds us that we're going to have to answer. Y'all, we are going to have to answer for what we didn't do. Listen, we have to remember that God is holding us. He is holding us in verse 10, 2 Corinthians 5 and 10. And in the New Living Translation, it says, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. In the New King James Version, it says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And y'all, then when we go down to verse 11, in the New Living Translation, it says, because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. This is Paul talking. Um, So y'all, I want to encourage you. It is reminding us that through Christ's love, y'all, we should get out. We got to tell everybody we know about Jesus. We cannot be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you today. If you're listening to me and you don't know him, I gave you my why. I'm letting you know that I'm on here. I am saying what I'm saying because I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe that our lives can be changed. You can, oh my God, I'm telling you I was the worst of these. But if he can change me, he can change you. If you will believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, he will come in and change you. And then through his sweet gift, the Holy Spirit, he's the one that leads and guides and directs you. It's not all, well, how can I and how can I? You can't keep yourself, but it's the Holy Spirit working through you that says, uh, don't go there. He unctions you. No, don't pick up that phone call. Um, You got to separate yourself from that. It's the Holy Spirit. And so that's the best thing is that you don't have to do it all. Yes, you're going to have to you know, make, make a clear distinction between evil and good. You have to stand for something, but he's there to help you. And if you're listening to me and you have given your life to the Lord, don't you hold this gospel. You should know the power that's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. This, this gospel, the word of God is true. Y'all It's powerful and it will change lives. Share it. Let's be true ambassadors for Christ. Be blessed. I hope something I said, bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Remember, this is Latrice Bartley with Beauty and Purpose, reminding you that you were created for such a time as this.